The only thing I could find was some very questionable religious websites (laughs) that said that you can fast from sleep to hear from God. That's exactly who would say that. (laughs) Welcome back to Under Our Roof. Welcome. I'm Lizzie. And I can't say my name because I've been taping my mouth shut. <laughs> Consider my mouth taped and that you're just empathing what I want to say for this episode Ooh, of the okay. podcast. Well, I am. That you, listener at home, dear house guest, that you're such an empath, that you can just feel what I'm saying. I'm not saying it, though. My mouth is taped shut. We're going to talk more about that. And I am actually going to kind of be leading this episode, so it's fitting that Grace's mouth is apparently taped shut. It's for a good change of pace for me to shut up a little bit, you know? (laughs) Anyway, we're going to get into today's theme, I think, right off the bat. We don't have, like, a ton of updates or anything to talk about. I felt like I did have an update. Oh, okay. It might have been about watching The Last of Us. Oh, somebody asked about that. I think we got an email. Also, I'm so behind on the email. To be honest, I've been feeling, like, pretty overwhelmed in my day-to-day life lately just to be very candid with the house guests i i don't know what is happening but i just have been like well, really really busy i've been busy. it's yeah. not like oh my gosh out of nowhere i don't know what's yeah. happening i can't check my email you've had a lot going on there's a lot that i and professionally. yes there's a lot i've been trying to balance which hopefully i'll be able to share more about before too long i yeah just have been like looking at the emails and trying to respond when I can. But I know we got one about The Last of Us and if it's queer content. And absolutely. And yes, we've been watching it. We've watched all of season one. We're so sad. It's over Mm -hmm. for now. We're very excited for season two. And it's definitely queer content. Hopefully we can do more in depth on that because this isn't a queer content roundup episode. But episode three of The Last of Us, you've probably heard, is like a mini movie almost that's Mm -hmm. a really beautiful queer love story. And then there's other queer content throughout the season. Yeah. And I would argue that you might not even need to watch the rest of the show if it's too scary for you to watch episode three. I think that's totally true. Episode three is truly like a mini movie within the series. And I feel like I can't say more than that, but I promise you you won't be missing context because they introduced two new characters in episode yeah. three. So if you'd been watching from the beginning, you wouldn't have known those characters anyway. All you would need to know is that the world of the story is that there has been basically a zombie apocalypse and then we can roll cameras on this episode. Yeah, totally. So yes, Last of Us we watched. We're really sad it's over. We are really excited for Yellow Jackets to come back. I'm sure we've talked about Yellow Jackets in another queer content episode, but... I've been waiting for that one to come back. Succession is coming back. That's not queer content, but I feel like a lot of people are excited about that coming back, at least that I can think of. There's probably some queer content, but I wouldn't call it like a gay show. No, it's just one of those shows that got us. I know, it hooked us. There's certain shows, I think White Lotus is like that as well, where I don't even know if I loved... There's certain episodes and characters and plot points that I don't really love, but the show just got me. I'm yeah. just gonna watch it. Something about those HBO shows. They just it's the budget. It's I know. the budget in the I also, world. It just feels glossy. It's good escapism. I feel like we sometimes are such like caricatures of people because it's like, yeah, we're in our early thirties, living in like a big city on the West Coast, and like every HBO show that comes out, we just wanna like eat it with a spoon. 
Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that fits. That's true. That's true. We heard that there's a Jodie Foster show, I think, either for Apple or HBO that's coming out where she plays like a gritty, hardened detective solving some... Wait, I thought it was jennifer garner no that's a different one but oh. also that yes yeah, i mean was... i'm we're, that's a that's our genre of movie <laughs> is actress over 40 who has starring role in gritty crime drama yeah. i mean we'll eat that with a spoon i know for sure. mayor of east town i with was Kate just Winslet. thinking are you kidding me i miss mayor i of planned east my town. whole life around that and then gene smart was in it too i know i planned my days around that show yeah, when I think it's funny because you know how sometimes like a song will transport you back in time mm-hmm. to a certain thing. For me, it's sometimes TV shows because I tend to like watch all of a TV show in a certain period and maybe there'll be another season that I also watch. But like for me when I think about Mayor of Easttown, it transports me back to just a certain time in my life. I'm not even exactly sure I could pinpoint the year or anything that it came out, but I guess it was in quarantine somewhat. Yeah. Like I think it was around winter time, too. Yeah, I feel like it was when we were all still, like, under lockdown orders or at least not working outside the house. And it takes me back to, like, certain time. Mm -hmm. Certain shows do that. And Yellow Jackets does, too. But now I'll have new memories of watching Yellow Jackets season two. Wow. The new memories that we'll forge. The new memories. For a long life ahead. And hey, lady, speaking of longevity, what's the subject of today's episode? Look at that little segue okay today's episode my podcast host you are professional okay today's episode is health hacks good (laughs) i'm a podcast host okay health and wellness hoaxes and hacks or hacks and hoaxes we were inspired by this episode because of a recent viral gwyneth paltrow clip which we'll we'll briefly talk about but also because we've been like grace mentioned doing mouth tape which we'll get into and a couple other things that are not necessarily something i'm like endorsing i'm just saying what is what i've been doing and what's worked for me and we were thinking about like what do we do for wellness as a family Mm -hmm. and as a household and there are a lot of things i kind of like forget about some of them because they're routine so they don't feel like i'm doing a wellness thing it's just part of my habits and so i thought it'd be fun to talk about some things we've been doing and also do a little game that i will lead wow which is sort of like the one grace did a couple episodes ago where you made up some laws and mm-hmm. then other ones are real and i had to guess like what's the real law and what's made up this is similar it's like real wellness trends and by real i don't mean they work just to be clear that, that people are doing i just them. mean that people are doing them there's sure. documentation there's yeah. like articles in marie claire or cosmopolitan about like have you seen this latest trend yes i just mean it's a documented trend it's not like literally made up no one is doing this and then there's a few sprinkled in that are made up by me, and I Googled them. I could not find any evidence of someone doing... They are not happening. They are so not happening. Something that is happening and something that is not happening. But I will say from the outset, I had such a hard time because I kept thinking of like the most outlandish things, and then I would Google them, and it's like, yeah, people do that. Like, <laughs> okay, cool. How am I supposed to come up with anything because Mm -hmm. the things that I'm trying to think of as like truly bizarre are -hmm. being done, which I think is kind of the whole point of what we're trying to say is that there's a trend for everything you can think of. 
except for some that I did manage to make up. I'm the pioneer. If these if these start becoming trends, if these I take thought off of them. and they have any sort of health properties, <laughs> we will be coming to collect. Oh yeah. But first, let's talk about the Gwyneth Paltrow clip. And also that helps us make a disclaimer that we want to make. You might or might not have seen it. I'll try to link. I'm probably going to. You'll insert Content warning for Gwyneth Paltrow clip talking about what she eats. So if this is going to be uncomfortable for you, we'll see you. Skip ahead like 45 seconds. Yes. Teen look like now. I eat dinner early in the evening. I do a nice intermittent fast. I usually eat something about 12 Um, And in the morning, I'll have some things that won't spike my blood sugar, right? So I I have coffee, but I really like soup for lunch. Um, I have bone broth for lunch a lot of the days. Try to do one hour of movement. So I'll either take a walk or I'll do Pilates or I'll do my Tracy Anderson. And then I get in the sauna. I dry brush and I get in the sauna. So I do my infrared sauna for 30 minutes. And then for dinner, I try to eat, you know, according to paleo. So lots of vegetables. It's really important for me to support my detox. Okay. So if you listened, Gwyneth Paltrow is talking about what she eats, like Grace previewed. And it's a little bit arming. And I'm not going to go into it more than that because people, we do not want to talk about diets or what people eat in this episode. That's just not something we're interested in doing. We both love and listen to the podcast maintenance phase. If you haven't listened to it, you have to. It's so good. I'm sure you've probably heard of it because it's usually like on the top charts. But it is about debunking diet culture, essentially. That's like the very scratching the surface description of it. Bean. Sorry, I'm trying to record and my chihuahua is like crawling. Like burrow. He's trying to burrow where we have the microphone. (laughs) Okay. So we're not going to be talking about diets or – and none of the wellness trends I'm talking about are a diet. They're all like other things like a type of mud mask. That's not one of them. But things like that, you know, skincare treatments or just different, well, ways of living, I guess you could say. But the Gwyneth Paltrow clip has been going viral for, I think, bad reasons generally. At least my FYP has been showing me people reacting to it. So like Tess Holliday – who's a model, reacted to it and was just like, this is promoting eating disorders. And there's been other reactions just to the idea that you de- you need to detox from just normal life and like that you need to somehow detox the food that you're eating. And I've seen jokes of like, I found the best ever human detox and it's literally free. <laughs> and then it's like a picture of a kidney, and like a liver. Just the idea that we don't need to detox our bodies. I know it's kind of ironic that we're now going to go into the wellness things that we do, but just as a general under our roof position on things, we are, I think, like, go. we go into wellness trends skeptical, mm-hmm. if anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that for a lot of people, the Gwyneth Paltrow clip triggered some memories, at least for me, of, like, growing up with an almond mom final boss. Yeah. And I can explain to my mom what an almond mom is. I think she would get a Do kick out of it. Do you think she's an almond mom? I think she's an apple and peanut butter mom. She's an apple and peanut she's, butter mom. It's a little different. It is different. It is different for sure because there's just this mentality in an older generation. I really do not want to linger on food too much because I know it's like a charged subject for some people. But And we're certainly not experts on this. I feel like my mom always had this mentality of like, you shouldn't need to eat that much Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, well, that's so I think we just can always say, like sort of limiting yourself. And yeah, you know, the, that the whole almond mom 
meme is like, oh, like this snack, just a handful of almonds and being like, who the fuck does that fill up? Like, that's not filling. Or like one almond yeah. is the, the <laughs> almond mom trope. And I mean, I do just like feel for our moms mm-hmm. because they were just bombarded. And we are too, to be clear. But really, like, moms that were, like, momming in the 80s and 90s and Mm. early 2000s, like our moms were, they were bombarded by these messages. Diet culture. Diet culture. Every fad diet. Like, and now, okay, so I feel like wellness is our version of that. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, for people that have grown up primarily in the 21st century, that has been the way it's shifted is we're given a lot of messages about wellness. Try this, do that. And I think that's good and bad. I think some wellness trends or advice or whatever you want to call it are good. And I mean, I think the science and things has gotten better about what we need for sleep and what kind of supplements and vitamins we should be taking. But then it can also careen into over the top capitalism territory where you're just trying to make money off of people's fears that they're not doing what they need to be doing and conspiratorial as oh well. totally yeah so we're not getting into any of that but just to, to explain where we are coming from for this episode we are always interested in being healthier or learning maybe a new habit that we can incorporate sometimes it doesn't stick but sometimes it literally does like mouth tape <laughs> boy is that sticking for me what and then we're also not going to talk about food no we're not going to talk about food although some of the trends are something that you ingest okay i will say but it's not what you're eating as your diet if that makes sense it's like a potion yeah kind of (laughs) yeah (laughs) i feel like for us wellness is just about feeling better Mm -hmm. i try not to dwell so much on like am i healthy because that's so objective but just you know can i sleep better can i feel more rested Can I have more energy? Can I have fewer aches and pains if that's Mm -hmm. something that I'm dealing with? To me, that's what I'm interested in. What I'm interested in getting out of any wellness practice is just feeling better. Often for me, it's like feeling more clear-headed, being able to focus more on goals that I want to reach. Those are the things like wellness has to work for me. I'm not trying to be serving at the altar of wellness just for the sake of I'm checking a box of being healthy. I want to feel better day to day. Yeah. And also listening to your intuition on some things. Mm -hmm. Like there's certain, for example, obviously mouth tape struck something with me where it's like, I want to try that. That excites me. That could be something that helps my sleep. There could be other like sleep remedy things that I didn't try because I was like, that seems like a garbage time. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So should we start with mouth taping and just get into our trends? Let's just get into it. Okay. Let me say one thing and then you talk about it because you're more the proponent of it. But I had been seeing probably for like six months people on TikTok and elsewhere talking about mouth tape. And what mouth tape is, is you're literally taping your two lips together so that they stay closed during the night and you don't sleep with your mouth open. Now we're going to get into the fact that some people say this is dangerous and there's various disclaimers. So don't turn off this episode and go tape your mouth shut and not listen to the rest. You should listen to all the caveats. But I'd been hearing about this for months and I'd been kind of rolling my eyes because I felt like it was just a way to sell a product, which is the mouth tape. Yeah. But we so far have spent zero dollars on mouth tape because Grace already had this good surgical tape from or medical tape from top surgery. And so because we were taping gauze onto you Mm -hmm. and so it's meant to go on directly on your skin and everything. So we already had this huge roll of medical tape. 
And we've just been using that and it works great. So before anyone thinks like, oh, well, you spent money on this. And so you're trying to justify a sunk cost basically. Because sometimes I do that. I'll buy a product Mm -hmm. and be like, yeah, I love it. Because I'm like, well, I and maybe I even think that I do because I already spent money on it. So I almost like want to justify it to myself. Mm -hmm. But for mouth taping, zero dollars. We have I mean, eventually we'll have to buy more tape, but it's not running low at all. It's like a huge role that we already had. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're not like, it's not a fallacy of like, oh, well, we already invested in this. Like we haven't invested anything. So yeah, do you want to talk about your I experience? mean, I've invested my hopes and dreams yeah. in mouth tape. I've certainly sunk my TikTok account into <laughs> a deep pit of mouth tape. Okay, so talk about like what it is, what you notice. And also- I saw it on my FYP. Yeah. I've talked about this before. I have a hard time sleeping i go through sort of bouts of insomnia and even when i am sleeping sometimes i'll just get very bad quality sleep and i guess it's been this way for probably a few years a few years i feel like it hasn't always been this way no but i mean as we round the corner like into our 30s and i'm sure into our 40s and beyond new issues crop up and that Mm -hmm. seemed to happen around the time you were like in your late 20s early 30s yeah so that i was just having a hard time staying asleep and I'm really down to try anything. We've been doing like Advil PM, melatonin, uh, smoking weed before bed, a glass of wine or all this stuff, just anything to conk me out. And it really wasn't working. And what would happen is that whatever was in my system would wear off and then my eyes would shoot open and <laughs> I'd be more awake than before, but also less rested. Just the quality of my sleep was bad. So I guess I was already looking for some sort of a solution. Then one of these creepy videos of mouth tape came on my FYP. And this it was a health person. And it was uh, someone asking, what are your three biggest hacks that you would want to recommend to a person? And she said that one of them was mouth taping and that the difference for her was overnight and she woke up with energy, blah, blah, blah. If you can only do three wellness things, what would they be? Mouth taping. I wake up with so much more energy. I can't believe it. And I was like, well, that seems pretty easy to try. Like she, I don't know who this person was. Apparently Lizzie knows who it is. It's like a big health influencer. It was on like a podcast video that Mm -hmm. I saw. It was on my FYP. And so I just decided to try it that night. I did take melatonin, I think with the mouth tape the first time. And then I woke up the next day in the same exact position as when I had fallen asleep i witnessed this yeah you so you tell what you experienced yeah as yeah, far how as you, you observed me okay. you got to like a, get a front row to someone experiencing sleep properly for the first time in years yeah so grace i think you asked me from the beginning like do you want to try it too and i was like uh, no i'll let you try it i'm not that interested in this and that night you put on the mouth tape you you curled up on your side so that you were facing me, whichever side that is. And then you were kind of like almost in like a gentle fetal position, kind Mm -hmm. of like curled head on the pillow, sleeping on your side, mouth taped. And again, this is like clear, thin medical tape. It's meant to be on your skin. You passed out instantly. I almost always fall asleep before you. And I don't know why I didn't. I mean, you just passed out immediately. And I woke up before you the next morning. You were in the exact same position. And I actually feel like I slept better even without the mouth tape because you were silent. Mm -hmm. And we should clarify, neither one of us really snores. So if you have chronic snoring, you may need to talk to a doctor about something different. This Mm -hmm. is not like this is not meant to be a snoring solution. No. But Grace does sleep with your mouth open. Yeah, when you, my face is like fully relaxed. Yes, exactly. So you tend to sleep on your back. Even if you start on your stomach or side, you'll roll over onto your back during the night. 
and then gravity you relax and your jaw just falls open and you breathe and you you make this sound a lot in your sleep you're like oh good like just like heavy breathing just a heavy <laughs> sigh yeah just like i can hear you breathing but it's not rising to the level of snoring where you're like mm-hmm. you know usually in the morning i wake up before you and your mouth is like slightly open not like mm-hmm. gaping open but you usually have your mouth open mm-hmm. and i've even like taken pictures to show you before And it's very humbling. Not that I would ever post them anywhere. It's just to show you. You know, in the promotion of this episode, I think you can. Okay, I got to find it. I give you permission. I got to find it. We have some funny ones. I haven't had one for a while because you've been sleeping with your mouth taped. So anyway, that first night, you slept like a baby. You did not move in the night. Like you were in the exact same position as when we fell asleep. And you sprung awake once you actually woke up. I couldn't believe it. You were like, I feel amazing. Yeah. And to this morning as well, it's, it's been a complete... 180. It's a major, major difference. And I'm so annoyed because I don't like the idea of wearing mouth tape for the rest of my life. But But talk about like how it feels. Like, does it bother you? No, I'm getting used to it. It's just sucks that like there's something on my face at the top of the day. Like that way of starting my day feels weird. Okay. So I think we should... I know this is like what they wanted us to do from the beginning, but I kind of think we should maybe invest in the actual... I don't want to get their thing, but I'll invest in better tape. Yeah, just something that is also... Because their thing is like, it's so expensive. Yeah, I think we can devise something that will work well. But next chapter, I started mouth taping because I Grace was raving about it. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. So I tried it and I totally agree. I sleep really deeply. I don't wake up feeling groggy. That's the main thing. I didn't have the sleep issues that Grace had before. Like I tend to sleep through the night and everything. But I also know that I've rolled over onto my back and then my mouth falls open. You've told me that. And Mm -hmm. I've like TMI, but you know, you feel you're like, oh, I definitely drooled a little bit. Like I can feel that a little dryness. Yes. And you just know. Yeah. And you've told me that I've even slightly snored before. Very rarely and very slightly, but yes. And I also um, sleep talk sometimes. So yeah, like, I'm I'm excited for that to, to end. Well, it has ended, right? Yeah. Well, usually it's only when you've been drinking too that you would sleep talk. Nice. <laughs> and then you would just say truly disturbing things and then laugh. <laughs> like that. That's your laugh. That, that <laughs> okay, laugh you okay. just did. The <laughs> that's what you do. That's how you laugh in your sleep. She laughs in her sleep, everyone. And it's very weird to listen to because it's such a conniving laugh. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Okay. Like it's like a low energy. Now that we've both exposed each other with our sleeping habits. Yeah, I started mouth taping and I really like it. I do mine a little bit differently. Grace covers her whole mouth. Yeah, I'm not looking for any errors. Yeah, I just cover top to bottom. So like I do like above my top lip, like in the middle sort of. And then the corners are like open. But for me, it's just preventing my jaw from falling open when I'm sleeping on my back. So like having a little bit of sturdy tape like completely solves that. Mm -hmm. I also saw someone comment. So you made a TikTok about it. And I saw someone comment on that TikTok and say, I've been doing this and I know it sounds crazy, but I feel like my teeth are whiter. And I was like, I wasn't going to say anything because I didn't want to sound like I'm making stuff up and it's pseudoscience, but I honestly feel like my teeth have looked whiter. I can't speak to that, but I will say that since this worked for me, I have started listening to some experts on exactly why it would work. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it... 
just has to do with like we're not really meant to be taking in a lot of air through the mouth because it does we don't have like the same sort of way of intercepting pathogens and stuff as our nose does and that like our nose and sinuses is this incredibly intricate system with which to process air and that it regulates your breathing which helps keep you asleep keep you in like a deep REM cycle or Mm -hmm. something like that. So you could look into the research, but since it worked for me, because I didn't look into any other, I was just slapping a piece of tape on my mouth being like, good night, I need to try something. And then since it's worked for me so incredibly, then I've gone back and been like, okay, why does this work? This is so weird. And then you hear things, people have different experiences, like my teeth feel whiter. It's better for my dental hygiene, which was nothing that I was looking into, but certainly a bonus. And then just about like the benefits of breathing through your nose more because we often aren't doing that to the best of our capacity. But then you think about it whenever you've had anxiety and someone is maybe like breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth to control your breathing. Mm -hmm. That's something that we learn from a pretty early age. And then we just kind of get so busy that we forget that we should really be taking in a lot more oxygen through our nose and just regulating our breathing can help us a lot in how we process sleep, but also how we like process our day and process stress. So that's been the big sort of eureka moment for me. And I I hate that this might be forever. I hate that my kids could know me. I knew my mom with a sleep mask on over mm-hmm. her eyes and there we used to make fun of her for that. And I, I know I'm gonna get made fun of for sleeping <laughs> like a hostage, but at least I know peace. Let me also clarify, when we put on the mouth tape, it is the last thing we do. Oh, yeah. We're not, like, laying in bed watching a movie with our mouths taped. Like, it's the very last thing. Like, oftentimes we start to fall asleep and then we're like, oh, let me put on the mouth tape. Like, it's it's the last thing we do. Yeah. There Mm -hmm. are a few disclaimers, I will say. Whenever I researched it, I found some indication some people saying like oh this is dangerous if you have sleep apnea or some people said like if you throw up in your sleep which i thank goodness have never done in my life so i'm sort of not concerned but if that's ever happened maybe don't do this also i'm at this stage in my life not interested in drinking heavily period but if i had been drinking heavily i would not use this mm-hmm. um, or anything else that might kind of inhibit your breathing i you know just use common sense i guess i would say and also if you have any concern don't do it we're just saying that it's been really nice for us and there are some health professionals endorsing it there are also some health professionals saying it could be dangerous so and so it goes for the rest of these hacks or hoaxes yeah we either endorse them just for us but sure tag along if you so wish if you feel like it's a good move for you and then toss them if it's a hoax And also toss them if you think it's not good for you. Yes. A couple others that we're going to mention of things we do before we get into the quiz of what's real and what's not real. Mm -hmm. Um, I take a cold shower most days. I fell off of it for a while. And then I recently got back onto it and remembered how much I loved it. I know I've talked about it on the podcast before. But I do a hot shower. And then at the end, I do like 30 seconds to two minutes if I'm really feeling strong of freezing cold, just turning the water completely to cold. And our cold water is cold, especially in the winter and spring like it is now. And so that like really wakes me up. I I would just say Google the benefits of 
cold showers because there are a lot and I can't really go into all of them here, but it's supposed to improve immunity, brain function, just all kinds of things. And I really just feel great. That's why I like it because as soon as you step out, you get this like flood of warmth and you feel like your blood is rushing to all your extremities, which it is. That's why you feel like that. And it's just like really um, soothing once you're done with it. And I feel like in the morning, it kind of just makes me feel really ready to tackle the day. I also have been lately drinking about a gallon of water a day, which is another one where I've seen mixed reviews. So I set a goal of drinking three of my Stanley cups per day, which yes, I have the Stanley cup. I've had it for years, I will say. I feel like they've gone super viral and not to be that person that's like, I had it before it was Lizzie won an NHL championship (laughs) and she drinks her water out of it. Okay, I always, yeah, I always forget that there's like the hockey thing. But anyway, there's these, it's the companies called Stanley insulated cups with a straw that have been very popular. I love mine. Again, I've had it. I think I got it in 2021. Yes, I definitely got it in 2021. And I just want to be clear that I'm not blindly following trends like this episode is about. I genuinely really like the cup. But anyway, it's 40 ounces. And I have set a goal of trying to drink three of them a day, which is pretty easy because... I drink one in the morning. I have it beside me as we speak. I usually put a um, the juice of one lemon from our tree in the morning with mine. And then I have one like in the day and then one in the evening. I usually try to stop drinking water around dinner because then I have to pee like five times in the night. I love drinking a lot of water, but I recently looked up how many ounces are in a gallon and it's 128 ounces. And I'm definitely drinking that because I usually finish my third Stanley and then have like a little more water after that. So yeah, I guess I drink a gallon of water a day. Mm -hmm. And then I've seen people say that's too much because you are like flushing out your electrolytes, but that's like how much water I feel like I need and want. And then I've elsewhere seen people say like, it's okay to drink around an ounce for every pound you are. And Mm -hmm. so I'm like, That is a big range. How can there be one recommendation if it's based on like your body size, which people are coming many, many different sizes. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I have been drinking about a gallon of water a day and I feel good doing that. So I'm going to continue. I'm pretty religious about my vitamins. I have like a pill organizer and everything for them. I think that started for me after I got some blood work done last year and found out I have low vitamin D. I don't know why that like became my personality, but did. I was so shocked because I feel like I, you know, eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. I'm like, I, how can I possibly be deficient in anything? Which I know it doesn't make any sense. Like you can be deficient for a variety of reasons, but it just didn't ever occur to me that I would have any low vitamin on anything. And then they were like, yeah, you really don't have enough vitamin D. So I became obsessed. Not a really. vitamin D girly. I became a vitamin D girly. She's all about the D. I take fish oil and yeah, all about the D. <laughs> I actually, I looked up like vitamin D deficiency on TikTok to like see if I could learn anything about mm. how to like help. And half the videos were people making jokes about yeah, like, like thirst videos. Yeah, like stuff. I'm low on the vitamin D. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, maybe that too for me. If those were the parameters, you would be extremely low. Oh yeah, zero. <laughs> There's one health trend I've always wanted to try that I saw in a movie once, okay. and I've never seen it again. It was in the movie Mommy Dearest, which is about, it's about Joan Crawford. Tina! Bring me the axe! And in the opening sequence, you see that she gets up, and she's this like famous actress, and all her wellness and health stuff is like prepared for her by her like wait staff ahead of her waking up. And one of them is they fill this giant 
bowl with ice water Mm -hmm. and like the ice cubes are floating around in it and it's very like at least for me it was very satisfying and then she puts her head like she puts on a headband oh yeah plunges her head into the bowl to like wake her up or i don't know what it was that is legitimate it looked so ever since i saw it in the movie which i don't think that you were meant to take that away from it they were meant to be like how sort of like strict she is about her regimen and like what type of a mom maybe joan crawford was mm-hmm. i don't know but that scene stuck out to me as like oh wouldn't that be refreshing to wake up to like an ice bowl that you could just put your f- that would wake me up for sure but it's the same concept as my ice shower no and then it's just the face okay but then use my ice roller but I want to put my face okay. in the water. Well, that for that's what I mean. Like sometimes you see a thing and you're like, I want it. That was me with mouth tape. That mm-hmm. was me when I saw the ice bowl. I'm like, I just want a bowl of ice, but I don't want to prepare it. I want mysterious wait staff to do it in the night <laughs> so that when I wake up, that is ready and I get to do it and then go get my cup of coffee. I want to live like Joan Crawford. Well, unless you can train being a bunny, you might have to do it yourself. Because I'm not gonna. I feel like we could have trained Willie to do it. Yeah. He probably could have figured it out. But these guys are too small. They can't move a bowl. They're no. the size of a bowl. You could put him in a bowl. <laughs> you could. Bean fits in a popcorn bowl. Yeah, he does. I want to know you. I wish I had more in Okay, should we get into the quiz? Yes. All right. So don't look at my phone that I'm holding because okay. it has the health hoaxes or hacks. Okay, I'm not looking. Um, but yeah, I'm an, and also hacks is like maybe not the right word, but just things people do. It was a catchy title for the episode. We're yeah. podcasters. So here's the first one. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, people are soaking their feet in their own urine. Oh my God. To cure a number of ailments, including calluses, athlete's foot, and toe fungus. This natural and- Soaking their feet? Yeah. This natural and free remedy is popular, especially among runners. I think it's, I think it's true. And I think it's true because you always hear people say, it's okay to pee in the shower. I heard this a lot in college. <laughs> it's okay to pee in the shower because urine is a, a sterile or something like that. Okay, I don't know. That's what that's I would true. hear. That's what I would hear. I'm not I've... saying that I was the person saying it, but people would be like, it's all right to pee in the shower. I played sports, okay? Hung out with a lot of knuckleheads. Okay, this is true. I knew it. I initially came up with it as one of my fake ones. And then I was like, oh, I better Google that. I was like, you soak your own. Um, I made it into something else. I was like, you soak your feet in your own pee to like detox or something because detox is just such a buzzword. And that I guess I could have said, and that's not really true that it's mm-hmm. to detox. But apparently people think that it can like help with athlete's foot and other issues like oh, that. Gosh, I know. Sleep fasting. Just like some people fast from eating, fasting or abstaining from sleep is a new treatment or regimen meant to reset the body's sleep clock and can even have an effect similar to ayahuasca for mental clarity and reaching revelations. Then when you resume sleep, you will find that you have deeper and more restful sleep. I think this is absolutely a hoax. And the reason why is because I have never in all my years of life heard any sort of healthcare or medical professional say anything bad about sleep. If anything, they're always like, we need more sleep. Sleep is amazing. It's when your body regenerates. Like, sleep is so good for you. So there's no way 
that because when you're when you say the ayahuasca thing I'm like yeah it probably feels like you're fucking hallucinating <laughs> because when you don't get sleep you start seeing things like you go crazy without sleep so i think it's a hoax i made it up i it knew is a it hoax. although when i googled it the only thing i could find was some very questionable religious websites <laughs> that sure. said that you can fast from sleep to hear from god that's exactly who would say that <laughs> but they're, they're like for sure we'll, we'll use uh your body at its weakest form we'll totally pray on that but there was not anything suggesting that it could be good for you no to do that okay next up is the smoothie facial a relatively recent beauty trend is the smoothie facial. TikTok influencers have been making an extra bit of their morning smoothie, particularly when it contains skin-soothing ingredients like yogurt and antioxidant-rich berries. Uh-huh. You, apply it, you apply it to your face with a large brush, and you get essentially the same effect as drinking it, but just quicker and more boosted when you apply it straight to your face. The cold of the smoothie is also helpful, like we were talking about. Most people leave it on while they're drinking their smoothie and then wash it off after about 20 minutes. Unfortunately, I think this is true only because there's probably some health benefits to it. And I think that like a health influencer would run with it just because it will make a very clickbaity type video. Like it's the type of video that people will watch. Because if it, if you just watch someone be like, get ready with me, and then they start brushing their damn smoothie on their <laughs> face, you're sticking around at the end of that video. Like the engagement's got to be huge. So sure, there might be some health benefits. Like, yeah, I could rub Activia on my face. And <laughs> I'm sure that it's like not all bad. But also you could just put on a normal moisturizer. Well, if you are looking for your next way to go viral on tiktok you can use this for free but i made it up it's a hoax it's a hoax (laughs) i did look up like smoothie facial or like smoothie face mask and i found some face masks you can purchase that it was like face smoothie like Mm -hmm. it's like supposed to be a smoothie for your face kind of thing but it's not actually it's not like a smoothie that you make in a blender and you put on your face you know as i am getting ready to promote the new music and just getting ready to launch new music you are giving me ideas because while i i do have plans and i fully intend on earnestly promoting the songs there is also a side of me that will be promoting the songs in just sort of like how can people stick around and listen and watch the video mm-hmm. as you were speaking i'm like wiping a fucking smoothie on my face <laughs> while one of my new songs is playing i mean and then you like drink the well, rest of it and then i, I just drink the rest of yeah. it only because like i'm not a tiktok artist so like the songs genuinely slap it's not like i'm trying to like have people stick around to listen to like a, a bad song i'm so proud of the songs but i also understand how the algorithm works to get my music out there <laughs> and i can't say that i won't do that probably someone somewhere has done it and maybe even on TikTok, I just could not find any evidence of okay. it. I made it up. Well, I will be the first. Okay. All right. Next up, bee sting therapy. Practitioners voluntarily undergo a series of bee stings to ultimately reduce skin inflammation and scarring. This triggers your body's immune response. So the white, I think it's white blood cells, whatever your body's immune is, it rushes into the area to treat the bee sting. And then while it's there, it ends up treating and cleaning up other issues in the area like dry skin, scarring, things like that. I think that this is true because I've heard of therapies like this before. And also, I've heard that it's why getting tattoos can be helpful to boost your immune response. Yeah, because of the, oh man, 
I can't issue enough disclaimers about how we are not professionals, but I swear to God I heard somewhere, and I'm saying this as someone who loves getting tattoos, so that's probably why I've remembered Mm -hmm. this. I'm like, oh, it's actually, getting tattoos is actually, like, really good for you. It's a health hack, but it's something like, there's, like, an immune response, and it's, like, good to, like, check in. But then I can also see a doctor being like, you don't need to do that to your body. Like, yeah, it's also, like, your immune system, like, knows how to work without you just like testing it by getting some sick ink. Yeah. Okay, next up is the idea of hay sleeping. Sleeping in hay or ba- or hay bathing is what I saw it called. Hay so bathing? you roll around in hay or you sleep in hay, like you know hay like on a farm, yeah. H-A-Y. And you know who else knows about hay? Mm-hmm. Ticks. Well, it says sleeping in hay or bathing rolling around in hay is supposed to help significantly with aches and pains and help you live longer and sleep better. I think that's probably true, but weird. Hey? It's true. It's true. And apparently there's a whole hotel where people can do this because people like really swear by this. Apparently it like really helps like farmers if they do hay bathing at the end of the day or sleep on a bed of hay. It really, really helps them. Well, I've I've heard there's isn't there some expression about hay? Hit the hay. Hitting the hay. Yeah. yeah. Hitting the hay. Yeah, it implies that you you are well rested and you can sleep well on hay. And I bet you could make a nice bed, a cozy bed of hay. I would just want to make sure like we're spraying that with yeah. an anti-pesticide or something. Well, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you knock should... me out too. I'll get high off of it. I don't, I don't mind. know if you should apply pesticide to your bed. Swallowing a whole garlic clove first thing in the morning upon waking on an empty stomach. Upon waking? Yes. Like before you eat anything else. <laughs> is supposed to be excellent for your immunity. And doctors even say that in the winter months, you can up your dose to four to five cloves per day. This is a hoax. You made this one up for sure. Because yes, garlic is good, but there's no way that they're like, shove a whole clove of garlic down your gullet (laughs) like a seabird. Like that, (laughs) there's just, it's like, they're the size of like an egg sometimes. Well, I think they would probably recommend... They well, they don't recommend it because it's not true. Is they it? do because I I did not make this one up. It what? Is real. And so what's interesting on an is, empty stomach. Yes, that's oh specifically what it is. So I made it this morning. I was trying to think of something else. I needed like one more fake one, mm-hmm. and I was in the kitchen making the dog's food, and I saw our little bowl of garlic, and I was like, oh, maybe like just swallow a whole piece of garlic first thing when you wake up. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I Googled it. It's totally a thing. It's a thing. And the four to five cloves in the winter months is added on by what I found what is online. It, what does it do? What do they say? Yeah, it does? it's supposed to be really good for your immunity. And like by not chewing or crushing it, it apparently yeah. reduces the amount of like burping and gas and like bad breath that you have because it you like your body gets all the benefits, but like you don't break it down, which doesn't make that much sense that to me. It doesn't make any sense. Your body does break it I down. I know, but like You're I guess not pooping out a whole thing of garlic. <laughs> I guess it doesn't get broken down until it's like safely in the stomach so it's not broken down in like your esophagus and just tell me again what it says it's it does. supposed to be good for immunity primarily which i mean i hear that okay. garlic is in yeah. like a lot of immunity shots and stuff but that is yeah. weird i can't believe that's true i want to yeah. know if anyone's doing that yeah there's probably a weirdo that is okay last up is eye yoga there is a practice of eye yoga which is stretching the eyes holding gazes for a certain amount of time while gently massaging the brow, <laughs> supposed to help with eye strain and headaches. If this isn't true, it should definitely be true. Because I think that people could use 
something like this. I know when I've been on my computer for most of the day and then we go and walk the dogs, I'll try and set my eyes to something on the horizon Mm -hmm. to just look at something far away because I haven't had to do that all day. Yeah. And that is good for you. And this is true. I had a feeling. Eye yoga really exists. I have actually a hack for you that my mom did. Okay. And I don't know if she still does it. And I don't know if anyone else has heard of this before. I thought it was such BS. But she obviously something that she liked. She started sleeping in bed with a raw bar of soap, like between her legs, not like like at her ankles. Yeah, you of. told me this, but why? I don't know. Apparently it was something for like inflammation and joints or something that like a bar of soap. I'm or it could help sure you sleep or thing, but, but there was something. I've only heard of it because I remember you telling me that your mom did that, but I've never heard of anyone else. And she else. got really upset when my brother and I were like trolling her about the soap. <laughs> she was like, don't touch my soap. <laughs> and she was like, I mean, my mom has tried so many different sort of sleep things. She she is really big into health and wellness. And I know that I joked earlier about her being an almond mom, but I think that we've we've worked a lot with my mom to unpack some of the stuff. She's not an almond mom anymore. We've no. done a lot to unpack some things with her. The thing about your mom too is genuinely her favorite thing in the world is an apple with peanut butter. Mm-hmm. It's not like she wants other things and she's restricting herself, which an apple with peanut butter is great, I think. It has a lot of things that are good for you. The peanut butter It's a has, great snack. Yeah, I mean, like, the, I'm not trying to rag on an apple with peanut butter. That's, like, a very legitimate great snack. Like, there's... I mean, unless you're allergic to peanuts or have some sure, reason that you wouldn't eat that. Do that. But like, yeah, there's there's nothing weird about having that as your snack. But your mom just, I think she genuinely doesn't love a lot of like rich food, a lot mm-hmm. of things that are like fried or she just doesn't. I do. Like, I love that stuff. So everyone's different. But I think she can come off as maybe an almond mom just because she genuinely prefers that kind of food. But she doesn't really have the almond mom energy where she's trying to like make other people, make other do people. That too. Yeah. yeah. She just kind of mm-hmm. minds her weird little business. Yeah. But she does have little health things like the soap in the bed. Mm-hmm. And if you tell her anything like you that that would actually be fun to do this type of a game with my mom mm-hmm. and just to tell her little hacks and see what she would do. I feel like she she'll would, try anything yeah, she'll for try like anything. sleep or for if you say it's for sleep or for joints or for skin or just like living longer living longer health. yeah she'll try it all yeah i'm a little skeptical about some things but hey i got on the mouth mouth tape train we got on the mouth tape train i don't think i will be getting on the garlic train but no. i would sleep in hay i don't think i would it sounds so itchy i guess you could have something over it but prob- there's probably a system to it yeah i mean yeah if if there was like a nice hotel that was specializing in this as a wellness treatment sure i'd try it but i'm not gonna go get some hay no <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know where you would get hay in los angeles probably home depot where we get our christmas tree it's true you guys got some hay i'm sure they we're do. trying to hit it <laughs> Well, thank you so much for listening. We would like to hear from you. Have you tried any of these health hacks? Have you experienced any health hacks or hoaxes that you want to share with us? You can write to us at underourroofpod at gmail.com. And we will see you for a brand new episode next week of the podcast called Under Our Roof. More brightly each day. I love you. I love you. I love you, my dear, in a sweet, old-fashioned way.